Hey everyone, welcome to Conversations with the Real Estate Redhead. Today we have Charlie Howe on with us and he is a fellow agent with Keller Williams and he's also part of the Agent Leadership Council. So he's going to talk to us all today um, about all kinds of good stuff. So welcome. Thank you very much for having me. It yes. is an absolute honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate your time and, and uh, coming on today. So kind of tell us a little bit about, about you and Charlie and... Um, I'm pretty much an open book, but some chapters are closed for due to sensitivity. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so a little bit about me. Okay. Um, Rockport native, um, coastal bend native. Yeah. Born in Corpus. Um, finished out high school in Rockport. Mm-hmm. Parents divorced, um, early eighties. I think my mom mm-hmm. always loved always loved Rockport. Yeah. Um, so when she divorced my father and moved to Rockport, I was the youngest of, of uh, the family. So I mm-hmm. came with her and I finished out Rockport uh, High School. That's cool. After that, kicked around a little bit and wasn't sure what to do. Right. Went into the service, um, went into the Army, and I absolutely loved it. Have a great time. That's awesome. Absolute pleasure. Abs- I'm totally an honor to be able to serve this country. Yeah. And I wanted to continue that service. So I thought, all right, well, what's the next step? Um, I wanted to be a Texas Ranger. That was that was one of my lifelong. That goals. is so cool. Yeah. My grandfather was a Ranger back in the teens and the early twenties. Dang. Before he went to work for the King Ranch, and uh, so that was something I wanted to do and kind of follow in his his footsteps. So I knew to do that, I had to be in DPS. Well, right. to do that, I needed to have training i need to have some experience i need to have some college i need to have some of that stuff under my belt right so i started in law enforcement in um town of port a i was a cop there for That's cool. a couple of years yeah it, it, it was good because they they i got my i broke in there um and that taught me a lot about dealing with people because we had a ton yes. of folks uh, spring break mm-hmm. you know uh 4th of july summers summers and then during the winter time absolutely did Really? Absolutely did. Not like it is now. I right. Mean, this, yeah, now it's a total different place, but this is back in the early 90s. Yeah. And it was just, um, we would go, you know, three or four days without a call for service. Wow. Yeah. Which, which you know, yeah, I was like, well, this is all this is later, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, guys were like, yeah, it's that way. You know, just kind of roll the streets up. You know, right. At night. And, uh, but um, started there. Um, and I really enjoyed that. Um, went to a little bit larger agency, Ingleside PD. Gotcha. And because I was living in Ingleside, that ferry ride, getting back and forth, yeah. was just, it was just, ugh. Yeah, after a long shift, that's probably the last thing it, you want to do. It is. It was yeah. rough. Um, and then the politics in Ingleside were so bad mm-hmm. that I needed to get out of there or I was going to get blackballed. I was going to get... Wow. So I went to work for uh, Leroy Moody uh, with San Patricio County Sheriff's Office. Oh, cool. Yes. So I was a sheriff's deputy. So I've been PD, been sheriff's deputy, and then I got to work uh, for DPS, joined DPS. That's and, amazing. Uh, started on my career with them. And absolutely. That was the best job, Being driving that black and white. Mm, um, the honor and pride. It, Gosh, yes. it's oh, so yeah. awesome. Yeah, just the command presence you have. Oh, that's so it's, awesome. It's... Uh, <laughs> I was in, I was coming to Corpus Friday night for a dinner, and uh, I had a headlight out, and I, I knew it. And 
I get stopped by a rookie trooper. Nice. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he I you know, say yeah I'm Charlie. I'm used to work for DPS, and, mm-hmm. and then we start talking a little bit. And, and he's just fresh out of the academy. Dang. Just fresh out of the academy. Stationed in Sinton. And so he's working east side of San Pat County. And, Good for him. And um, I'm Brian Fishbeck's the sergeant there in Sinton. I've known him since he was a road troop. When wow. He first got down here. So he and I go way back. Um, but uh, just watching him come up and do his job, absolutely. That was the best job I ever had. Yeah. That was that's so awesome. the best job I ever had. Yeah. And, uh, did that for us road troop in Kerrville of all places um, for about twelve years and promoted wow. and went into our investigations. That's awesome. Um, got sent to the thriving metropolis of Eagle Pass, Texas. Nice. That's two and a half years of my life. I'll never get back. But, yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. It did. I've lived uh, out of a travel trailer um, in Eagle Pass for two years to two and a half years. Only seeing the family on weekends, uh, sometimes not at all. Um, Putting your life at risk every single second. Well, and I didn't realize, I've never lived in a border town. Now, Eagle Pass has got some great folks. Right. They have got some wonderful folks in there. Um, great uh, community, but sometimes the bad people give mm-hmm. it a bad name. Yeah. And that's 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 what it was. And there was you know, there was no shortage of work. You could do you could work anything you wanted to. You could work uh dope. Of course that was a, a big thing. I liked working guns. I wanted to stop the guns yeah. going south. That was yeah. that was a big thing I Is wanted. that with ATF? Uh, yes, ATF. Um uh, so all your federal agencies had people down there as well. ATF, FBI, DEA. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's big. Well, and those poor guys, they're coming like my, my ATF partner uh, he's actually out of Del Rio, but he was he had um, um, his Eagle Pass was his was his, his duty, but um, he was from like Detroit. Wow! You talk about a culture shock. Yeah, for somebody coming from the big city down to Eagle <laughs> Pass, Texas, <laughs> a tiny little place like that. And it's like, what did I get myself? Into? Yeah. And their main job um, was to get a good investigation um, and check some boxes so he could get out of there that, yeah that's all they wanted to do yeah but you can't play with them right i can't excuse me mm-hmm. can't play with them at all yeah um so um worked a lot with those guys and then the opportunity came around to transfer out mm-hmm. uh, at the time dps was changing kernels we had uh i promoted into what was our criminal intelligence service yeah. at the time um, and then we changed colonels. He realigned everything. Uh, we had, uh, he's, he was DPS to begin with, and he went to the FBI, retired out as FBI. So he brought a lot of those um, structure yeah. to, 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 the, to the job. He modernized DPS, and I, I will always be thankful for that. Yeah. The equipment we got, the uniforms for the troopers, um, just put us into not only the 21st but the 22nd century i mean wow really, that's awesome we really moved us forward yeah when i came out you know just the weapons we were using uh were outdated yeah um our rifle was a ruger mini 14 where cartel guys and other people were using m4s and ak's and wow and that so it was like you got to meet fire with fire sometimes mm-hmm. so but he really modernized our department i really appreciated that what he didn't what i didn't like 
was some of the structure that he did. He took vacancies away from places and moved them into bigger cities. I see. So Kerrville, I was trying to get back in Kerrville in our, then it was criminal intelligence, but then it changed to our CID, criminal investigations division. Yeah. So I was trying to get back to Kerrville um, with that, and those vacancies were taken out of Kerrville and put into like San Antonio, Houston, Austin, bigger cities. Yeah. And following the federal model of uh, we'll service those outlying areas from the big city. Yeah. So, which I wasn't really keen on because myself and another another guy they had promoted uh, were trying to get back to Kerrville. Yeah. He ended up busting back into the highway, back into highway patrol. Gotcha. And getting back to Kerrville. Gotcha. Um, where Clara, my wife, said, no, you've worked too hard. Right. Well, let's find somewhere else to go. So right. he decided it was a good time to transfer, and I put my paperwork in for Corpus. That's awesome. Let's, let's go back home. Let's go, let's go to Corpus. And uh, I think we can live in Rockport because at the time we had a, you had to be a certain air miles away from your duty yeah, station. Yeah, yeah. Uh, be able for response. So we did that and uh, got back here in 2012. Um, and... I bought what I call my retirement home. Absolutely great place on the yeah. water. It is absolutely, I love it. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely love it. That's awesome. And I got back to Kerrville in 2012. Um, back to Corpus? Back to Corpus. Yeah, sorry. Yes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> got what? Back to Corpus in 2012 <laughs> and uh, got back home, put the kids in school in Rockport. That's um, cool. And then just wrote out the rest of my career there. Yeah. And uh, did my did my minimum actually I checked out a little early yeah and uh so now i'm done with law enforcement good for I'm you done with that and uh yep. moved on to my second career which is real estate yeah yeah so it's it's kind of it's kind of funny that you describe it like that because you've paid it forward like your entire career and now that you're in real estate that's all that you do too is you're just always helping other people too i want to and i i like doing that yeah uh, being part of our alc uh, and a mentor uh for the for the agency is, is great. Um, yeah. I like doing that. I immensely enjoy talking to new people mm-hmm. that are getting into this profession. Yeah. Um, and especially now, uh, the rash of people that we have coming in mm-hmm. is, you know, we get emails just about every day. Hey, so-and-so's yeah. joined. Hey, so-and-so's joined. I'm like, <laughs> there's a lot of people joining yeah yeah. So. yeah we're growing we're growing really fast and mm-hmm. it's nice to have mentors like you just on hand ready to answer questions you know whenever i love it absolutely yeah. love it. I, and if i didn't want to do it i wouldn't put myself out there i wouldn't be part right. of the lc right. i wouldn't make myself available right um but i do i do absolutely love it I yeah that's really cool. So talk to us about your transition from law enforcement to now being, you know, your what your your salary your whole life and now you're going into this into this world of commissions, which I experienced that too whenever I joined it. It's like, wait, now I'm like my own boss. Wait, what is that again? Yes. You know, um, I have to put myself out there and make a name for myself and run my own business. Yeah. So talk, talk talk to our listeners a little bit about that. I have always had a dream and a goal to own my own business. Okay. I really wanted to do that. The discipline, the the principles, the integrity that I have from being in the military and law mm-hmm. enforcement, I want to carry that forward into my, my, my business. Cool. I didn't know what that business was going to be. Yeah. And I actually got into real estate as a coin flip. Wow. Um, when... I'm sitting on the front porch of my house, watching the sun go down, having a cocktail, 
And Clara said, you know, well, now what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm thinking about something in real estate. I'm thinking about, you know, home inspector or actually becoming a, a real estate agent. Like, well, what do you, you know, what do you want to do? I said, I don't know. I said, I, I think I'd be happy at, at each one. I was going to say, you'd be good at either one of those. Well, and uh, I became a real estate agent on the coin flip. Wow. I took a quarter out of my pocket. Heads, heads That's I'm one way a, to do it, right? Heads, I'm an agent. <laughs> tails, I'm an inspector. Yeah. Flipped it. Boom. Heads. All right. All right. I'm an agent. Yeah. And um, what I didn't realize was some of the some of the training that you have to go through. Yeah. Um, you know, six classes you have to go through. You have to get that. Then you have to take a state exam. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, all right, well, where can I do that? So I looked at Delmar to yeah. begin with. Delmar taught, you know, treats it more as an academic where they only yeah. have a couple of classes per semester. Gotcha. Like on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I was coming into Corpus doing that Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm like, I got to do something else. I mean, yeah. This is taking forever. Right. Um, so I went through, I got two classes out of my way through Del Mar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started looking at other programs and found uh, Champions yeah. out of San Antonio. Boom. Went up there, did that. Absolute. I've got nothing but good things to say about that school. So did you go? So you went in person to San Antonio? Yes. Yeah. This was in early 2019. So did you do that? Um, how did How did they have it set up? Because whenever I did mine, they had like all kinds of options for you. Right. So I'm old school. I'm I'm an old guy, and I do better in person mm-hmm. uh, classes. Yeah. And so they have you know um, correspondence. They have you know kind of a self paced thing. They had that. They have um, online classing classes where you spend a couple hours each night, you know, on, a, on a online. Yeah. Or you can go in person. Yeah, and it's like an express, like, all day, you know, yes. eight to five type thing yes. for several days in a row, and then you're good after Correct. that. Is that what you did? No, I actually went in person. Okay. Uh, I did in person. I'm an old guy. I, I, I do better that way. Mm-hmm. My attention span is that of a gnat. <laughs> so if I was to do that at the house, yeah, squirrel, yeah, you'd be all over the place. Yeah, I, I would be. Yeah, and it, it just it was. I knew my, I, you know, knowing your limitations. Yeah, knowing what you do do well and knowing what you don't do well. Right. I don't do well with a self paced. Yeah. Training. No. So I needed to go in person. So I. You know, Claire and I would go up on a weekend and spend oh, Saturday, cool. you know, spend a Friday night, Saturday night yeah. there. I got Saturday, Sunday out of the way, and then we'd come back home. Or I'd go during the middle of the week and, okay. you know, when she wasn't there and I'd stay in a hotel or I'd stay with friends. And How then, long did that take you? Man. So I had two classes out of the way by January of 19, and my goal was to have everything finished by, I think April. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, I got it knocked out in no time. It cool. was it was just a couple of months, cool. and because uh, I I'm, I don't like just sitting still. Yeah. So I took a part time job at Lowe's. Cool. And was working there. Yeah. And then going to Del Mar, and then also taking a couple of days and going to San Antonio. Yeah. Finishing that, and uh, I got everything done, knocked out. I took uh, some refresher classes, or yeah. they call it a test prep. Test there prep. you go. So I took test prep class, uh, took two of those. I took the one here at Del Mar, and I took one in, in uh, at Champions, and um, tested uh, the first part of June of 19, and yeah. boom, got my license. Awesome. Awesome. And well, that's a good time to get it, too, in the summer. It was. It, it really was. And then, you know, because Rockport's my home, I ended up 
I wanted to go to uh, all the brokerages and, and speak to them. Right. Um, I've got family members that are involved in real estate. My my wife's cousin Addie uh, Belcher, she runs Witten Real Estate in Port A. Oh, cool. So when I was looking at doing it, and I not overanalyze things. When I decide to do something, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to pull it apart. I'm going to dissect it. Yeah. I'm going to get into it. I went and talked to her. I went and talked to anybody that that was in had anything remotely to do with real estate. It's like, That's hey, awesome. is this going to be a good time to get into this? Right. Um, I thoroughly did my background. Right. And you know, everybody was, yeah, I think this is going to be good. I think this is going to be real good for you. Yeah. Um, and the, the the interviewing skills, the talking to people, uh, negotiation skills uh, I had in from law enforcement, learning to talk to folks. Yeah. Um, really has played forward in this profession as I, you know, I sold the, the, the hardest thing to sell in before, and that was jail time. Yeah. The more I yeah. got somebody to talk to me about what they did, the more jail time <laughs> they got. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, if I thought, well, you know, if I do that, you know, I think I can do, I think I can do just about anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, those skills uh, carry forward into, into this profession. Definitely. Yeah. That's cool. So, um, talked to, and I interviewed, I think just about every single brokerage in Rockport. Oh my goodness. Um, and of course, uh, a good friend of mine was working with Keller Williams, not at the Keller Williams in Rockport, but at Keller Williams in Austin. Yeah. And she, she and I went to high school together and she's like, no, you really need to look at Keller Williams. You need to do, you need to come in and, uh, talk to those, those folks because, it gives you the opportunity to, you know, cap out. It gives you, you know, great commission structure. It right. Gives, it gives you those all those opportunities, and plus the culture, and the right. Which is a big thing. And what new agents, uh, people that are coming into this profession, I would say talk to every single brokerage you can. Right. Because as much as they're interviewing them, they're interviewing you. You need to be interviewing them. Exactly. You need to come in and see what is the right fit for you. What is the right fit for lifestyle what is the right fit for um you know your family yeah you know? like what are you looking for exactly yeah exactly yeah yeah because some because some brokerages they have a production minimum you have to have mm-hmm. they have a every brokerage for the most part is going to have some sort of fee to be part of them correct whether that is part of your commission whether that is a you know per transaction fee yeah you know and what are they going to be giving you in return, you know, for Desk that fees, things like that. And, you know, people that are looking to get into real estate, look, get with a brokerage that has training. Yes. That has a mentoring program. It mm-hmm. has something like that. Being in law enforcement, you know, especially DPS was what they had a, a year on probation for a year. Uh, the first six months of that year on FTO, which is field training yeah. officer. So you had somebody, you didn't do a darn thing without that FTO in your hip pocket. Right. They rode with you. They looked reports over. Um, they you made traffic stops together. I mean, it just, just everything like that. And what I liked about Keller Williams was even though my sponsor was not in um, Rockport, right? the people over there were welcome welcoming with open arms yeah and i remember the I, I got licensed like on june 10th the 20th i'm writing my first contract that's so awesome a four hundred and twenty-five thousand dollar house i'm like what is happening yeah i'm like what am i doing <laughs> yeah this is crazy and fortunately i was able to call uh the agent that was on phone duty that day um great person mary 
Um, she's also on our ALC. Yeah. And I said, I've got a contractor, right? She's great. Congratulations. I said, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Can you help me? Of course. Yeah. Come on in. That's so awesome. Went through it. Um, she sat there next to me and helped me through the everything. The of a yeah. saint like she yes. has. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and that's what I liked about that. And that's yeah. what I want to carry forward. Yeah. Um, to be able to give that to somebody yes. else whenever they're in their like beginning stages and they have no idea where the, all the check boxes go and what it lock, you know, all of the different things that a contract is made up of. Right. There's so many places to forget something. Oh, yes, there There's is. There's so many places to forget something. And because it's a legal binding contract, you have to be yeah. really careful. Yeah. And you can get called to the carpet on it. And, yeah. And it's, it's, you know, people, you're, especially you taking somebody that is a first time home buyer. Yeah. You know, this is their biggest investment that they're probably going to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've saved up you know, thousands of dollars to be able to do this. Right. And you better have that right. Exactly. if something goes south and you don't, you know, you do something without knowing or you do something without thinking about it and they can lose their earnest money, you know? Yeah, and or without asking because you're afraid to ask. Yes, yeah, yeah. That can bite you so bad. And yes, that was one of my biggest deals too with joining Keller Williams and joining a brokerage in general. I remember I asked Seth, the guy who helps us Mm -hmm. um, with all of our, all of the new agent onboarding and he interviews all the agents. I actually had him on the podcast uh, last week and I said, Hey man, like whenever I was sitting down with him, okay, you're telling me all these things and all of these things sound great. Like the non-compete leadership to me is like one of the biggest deals. I can go to him or to, you know, other people in our leadership team for help with anything. And I don't need to worry about them going out the back door and going, try and call my client that I just talked to, you know? And, uh, I literally told him, I said, I need to know that what you're telling me is actually true. Like you can tell me that y'all do all of this, but I'm having a hard time. And I'm not saying I'm having a hard time believing you. I just need to know that this is really true. And he pulled out this sheet of paper and it had everybody on the uh, on the agent leadership council and it had all of y'all listed and all of your cell phone numbers and he's like you call me i don't answer then you go down this list and you call everyone someone is bound to answer he's like i live five minutes around the corner i will come up here at any time and i will help you write a contract he's like i know what it's like to be new and to not know what you're doing and and you know and it's it's such a big deal to have to have that support and have that backing you know and i remember too like and you may have experienced this too you always hear about how some realtors can be so backstabbing yes. and how some, some realtors can just not care about anyone's success, but their own. And don't get me wrong. Those do exist. And you do, you do a good job of reminding me of that, but it's like, you know, a lot of people that I haven't come across anyone like that in Keller Williams. I haven't. I'm glad to hear that. You know, like everyone has been like, Oh, you need help. Let's do this. Yeah, or, Oh, you have a question that. about that. You know, let's do this. And all of the training we have, I mean, come on now, <laughs> you know, it's, it's great training, um, from Lori, from Seth, from Candy Chrisman, uh, being the best agent. Um, mm-hmm. I do a realtor safety. That's my bailiwick. That's what exactly. I like doing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's all sorts of good training to go through the ignite classes that helps you, especially coming from, I, I, I guess I was lucky. I came from a different industry and I had a little bit more life experience than yeah. somebody that's, you know, in their early twenties coming into it. Right. And yeah, they've got half of the equation, which they are young. They are um, eager. They're hungry. They want to do this, but yet they don't have too many, too much life experience dealing with folks. Right. You know, so that's part of that equation. Yeah. And you know, one of the things Lori told me was, you know, you're going to do well. You're going to do very well because you're coming from a different, 
different uh, industry. You've got a lot of life experience. Mm-hmm. I guess that's her way of saying I was old. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> Yeah. Thanks but, for the compliment. But I'll take that, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. but I, it's just, uh, yeah, just the training. Yeah. Uh, and having the non-compete, you know, one of the brokerages I've looked at in Rockport is a smaller brokerage. Um, it's, um, it's not like a Keller Williams or a Remax. It's not a name. It's a smaller, yeah. smaller brokerage. But yeah. the lead broker, the owner, was you competed, and yeah. I was like, I'm going to be fighting for this person with table scraps. No. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah, no, not interested. In I, that. Not interested in that at all. Yeah, not interested in that at all. Yeah, I, I totally, I totally follow that too. Well, and to me, like, I don't know what my future is going to hold. If I don't want to, if I don't feel like doing anything for a month. If I happen to not, you know, if I want to take a few months off, if I, if I get pregnant and I want to take, you know, three or four months, you know, to, 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 to hang out with my baby, like not being able, not having to worry about having the, um, commission, not the mm-hmm. commission. What is that word? The production, production. the production requirement, like right. not having to worry about the production requirement to me is huge because I don't want the pressure of, oh, I have to produce. Oh, I have yeah. to do this. Oh, I need to go find any buyer on any corner to go find, right. try and find a house. Like I can do enough of that pressure myself that I don't need I don't somebody need else yeah. Yeah. over me telling me, you know, hey, you know, you have 30 days left to meet your requirement. And if you don't meet it, then, you know, whatever's going to happen, you know, um, I can't, I mean, I can't, I can't say enough good things. Um, so as far as, you know, you, you decided to join Keller Williams, what are some things that you would advise our listeners after you joined in your first, you know, maybe year of getting started that were like big reality slaps in the face. <laughs> um, people, uh, this industry, people talk about goals, setting goals. Don't set goals your first year. Yeah. You got to get a good baseline for what you're going to do. Right. You don't know what you don't know what you don't know. Right. All right. Um, and I was very fortunate. I've had a lot of good things land in my lap. Right. Um, a blind hog finds an acorn every once in a while. <laughs> that's, my, that's my that's my luck, and yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I'm very happy with that. Right. Um, I had a very good friend of mine. Um, and I'm, if you ask me what time it is, I'm gonna tell you how to build a clock. I'm just that type gotcha. of person. <laughs> I, gotcha. I, I, I tell I tell stories. Yeah. So, you know, the best advice I got uh, was when you have similar products where you're going to bring your people to the table and where you're going to keep your clientele as a service you provide. Right. Uh, you can go out and sell four trucks all day long, but that person that's bought from you, if you give them excellent service, they're going to keep coming back to you. Right. And that's kind of what I wanted to do in my job, whatever, whatever business I owned, that's what I wanted to have. Right. I wanted to be able to have that service and, and care that I wanted to be, you know, whatever, whatever that was going to be, mm-hmm. I wanted to provide excellent service to my clients. Right. And that's what I've taken forward into this profession is, you know, being able to, being able to do that because you cannot throw a rock without hitting a realtor. Yes, um, exactly. And it, I think that's what makes people nervous about getting into it too, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Yeah, it does. Until you are a realtor and then you realize like everyone told me, what is, how, what is the, what is the thing? 80% of realtors do 20% of the work. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until I got into the profession. And then after I had my first listing and I dealt with some of the realtors that contacted me yeah. to see the house and I'm like, people trust you to sell them houses like 
it's it's pretty appalling what you what you realize once you get into it you know and, and like you said you 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 can hit a realtor with a rock if you try yeah you know and but only you know especially in rockport you know we are a destination uh, location we have survived market shifts better than other places has mm-hmm. everybody still wants to go to the coast they still right. want to have the salt life they still want to um you know so we you know rockport survives that a little bit better than other other places do yeah but only about a quarter or even less than that actually work in rockport right they're happy with you know, other agents uh, are happy. Their spouse may work, or they, you know, they just do this on the side as a retirement gig and right. just for spending money and mm-hmm. play money. Um, when I got into, it, I was like, no, this is going to be my job. This right. is this is what I'm going to treat it as my job. Right. The more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. Right. Um, so in Rockport, I'm sure you experienced this. You know, only about a quarter actually work. You know, the rest of them are happy. Yeah, I'll do a deal a month. I'll do a deal every couple of months. Yeah, right. I'm fine with that. That's fine for you, but family you know, not and friends, for me. yeah, not for me. Yeah, you know that, that's not what I want to do. I want to be full time. Mm-hmm. I want to do this. Um, this is my job, and you got to treat it that way. Right. When you treat it and respect it that way, that uh, that helps tremendously. Good. With, with your motivation to do things. Yeah. And I like agree. you said, you can make your own schedule. You can look at the books and say, you know what? Hey, I've got this going. I've got that going. I've got that going. You know, I can take the long weekend and go to San Antonio with the wife. Exactly. Or the husband, Mm -hmm. you know, and or, hey, I'm just going to take a weekend off and not do a darn thing. Exactly. I'm going to get honeydews done or I'm going to, you know, have the family over and we're going to, you know smoke some ribs and, yeah you know, you, you or can, i have the afternoon free i can go my mom calls me hey you want to go do this yeah i don't have anything yeah. on my calendar yeah you know exactly but you have to live and die by your calendar and i'm telling you if it's not on your calendar you're gonna make some people upset yes if you have plans with them i that happened to me oh my gosh i remember the first time i made a boo-boo i was doing open houses left right and center yeah. as much as i absolutely freaking could it was what was that holiday where we had Monday off? Was it Labor Day? It was Labor Day. Labor Day. Labor Day weekend. My best friend was moving into her new house in New Braunfels. I knew she was going to be moving, so I didn't put it in my calendar because her closing date was kind of fluid. Mm-hmm. So we were going to go up there and help her when whenever she moved. And I knew it was coming, but I didn't have it in my calendar. And I told an agent that I would do an open house for her that Saturday. Yeah. And she was, like, really upset. And I was, I was planning ahead and getting it all, getting all the marketing taken care of like that Tuesday. Yeah. And she was like, what do you mean you can't do my open house? Like you said in the, in the office that you were going to be doing open houses for other agents and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ma'am, I am so sorry. I didn't put it in my calendar and I didn't know. Like, I'm going to be back on Sunday and Monday to do these other open houses, but I can't do yours on Saturday. And I wish so badly that I could. And I was thinking of anything I possibly could to make it work. And I learned from then and I'm still trying to figure out like do I like a written calendar do I like it in my phone my husband is like hey what do you got going today check the calendar <laughs> you're a written person yeah I am yeah. I'm old school that way um, mm-hmm. I have a team member um, that is all about the Google calendar yeah and so I'm having to learn that yes you can teach an old dog new tricks yeah so I'm trying to learn that but if it's not written down in this yeah it ain't, it ain't happening it ain't happening well let's touch real quick you know, as we're wrapping up, what you just mentioned your team. Yes. So you got started and then we might, we might have to bring you on again to talk about the middle. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. Like, because, so let's talk about this. So you got started and you had great success. Yes. And then how did the team come about? So, um, the team came about by 
you know, my, my own success. And I really didn't have a team concept until I got to talk to Lori about Mm it. Um, when my niece was looking at getting into real estate, I approached Lori, Hey, you know, I'm, I want to sponsor my niece. She's getting into it. She goes, you know what? You need to start a team. I'm like, start a team. What do you you mean by that? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah. It's a real estate team. Like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So then I start diving into that and I was like, Oh man, that's a really good, that, that puts me not only am I owner, my own business, but I'm also running a team, which is your own brand. Yes. So let's, let's explain to the listeners if they don't know what that is, what, what is a, what is a team in real estate? So a team in real estate is in, there's a couple different models. So uh, the way I wanted to have mine structured was uh, you have a team lead and then you have buyer's agents underneath you. Mm-hmm. So when you get to a period of, in your career where you are successful, you can hand a lot of leads off to your buyer's agents. So let you focus on, on your listings. Yeah. So when you like, if you were on my team, I would funnel all my buying agents, uh, all my buyers to you. Gotcha. Uh, to use. Now, you don't join a team for leads. You need to be right. in production before that. Right. And one of the things I did, I picked up um, new agents. Didn't realize how much time I would be spending with new agents training. training. them. Yes. And it, I, I saw the, the, the lag for that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I do add on to my team again, it's going to be somebody that's already in production, somebody that's got... Um, you know, some, some closings under the belt, their own experience, their own experience. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and then team structures can be different, uh, different way you can have a, you know, if it's just two, like you and I, mm-hmm. we can have, you know, a 50, 50 mm-hmm. team, uh, which that's what a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of them do. But when you have larger teams where you have a team lead and you have maybe two or three buyers agents, mm-hmm. then, um, it are structured differently. There's no right or wrong way to structure it. Right. So you can charge a commission from or charge a percentage of things that they do. They bring in if it's a lead that you give them, then you you have a referral fee or something like that. Yeah. If it is stuff they bring to the table, then you're going to take a little bit less from that. Right. You know, so that helps. So it's you. a give and a take with yes. the commission split. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's no right or wrong way. Right. There's better ways and not yeah. so better ways. Right. To do that. Right. Cool. And, and that was some of the learning, you know, learning curves that I got. Okay. So then you, so then you started a team and I interrupted you. What were you talking about? You talking about your team and then you said, what were you saying before I made you stop and talk about your team? I have no idea. I don't remember either. Yeah. So, and well, just briefly on my team where, where I came up with that, um, where, you know, I started the, the paradise team yeah. is our team name. Um, and recognizing talent when you see it is very important to do. Yeah. Um, I lack artistic capabilities. I'm not an artistic person at all. Mm-hmm. So that was one of my downfalls. So that was one of the first people I recruited was somebody that had a marketing background, somebody that had some artistic, somebody could, could speak the Instagram language and, cool. and do that. And so that was one of the first people I brought on board. Yeah. So I saw this person come up. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to grab a hold of them before mm. they get away. That's awesome. And identified that person. And they've, you know, I've sat down and talked to them for, you know, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And within that time frame, they had, 
you know, I was telling my idea for a team and, and that they had a logo set. I mean, they have five <laughs> different examples for a logo, That's a so motto. Awesome. I'm like, holy crap, man, yes, this is great. That is so awesome. Yeah. Uh, so it, uh, and I've, I've enjoyed my, I've, I've enjoyed being on a team. I've enjoyed running a team yeah. and branching out and becoming a mega agent. And, so and awesome. I still don't like the way that sounds. I know. That just, <laughs> Own it. I'm a Own mega it. agent. Yeah. You're awesome. No, no, you're I'm awesome. Just, Own it. I'm, ju- I'm just Charlie Howell. I'm, I run a team. Yeah. That, that, and you have your own office in Rockport now. I do. Yes. So, so cool. And where I, where I, where I, one of my biggest mistakes, um, and some advice I can give is be, less impressed and more involved yeah because i let that i let a lot of my success go to my head yeah sometimes yeah and you need to you, you got to plant is I, I equate it to farming you got to put seeds in the ground right because you're going to harvest them out later yeah this yeah, people that want to get into this profession and think that they're going to make quick money and a lot of money quick no yeah if we, even if i get a contract today today you're still 35, 40 days out for closing. And if you get that contract today, whenever they do their inspections later this yeah, week or at the beginning change. of next week, it, they could they could decide to back out. Yep. That was the way my first deal was, and I was crushed. I remember that, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I was like, they don't want to use me. They that. don't like me. I messed up, blah, 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 blah. And then, and then a month later, they find their own for sale by owner lot. They decide to buy it, and they decide to pay my commissions because they valued me so much. And I'm like... Oh my gosh! Like you know, it's just crazy. It really, and you you can't count your hitch your 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 chickens before they hatch, yep. you know. And I explain that to people too whenever they want to get into this industry that you're always and this is what my team lead tells me all the time, Kristen. You're always yeah. 30, 60, 90 days yep. out. So what are you doing today? What money making activities are you doing today to be able to uh, be successful in the future? Yeah. Because just because you are a realtor doesn't mean that people are just going to come flocking to you. Right. You know, and a lot of times people always ask me too, well, where do you get your leads from? I work hard. Yeah. And that's where they come from. I've noticed from. that. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's just, they don't just automatically come. And that was one thing that I was really nervous about because whenever you get started, you're like, okay, well, I'm commissioned now. What? am I doing? When am I going to get paid? And then everything I feel like for the first few months is always like, well, how am I going to support my family? You know? And then like you said, sometimes it can be hard. Like whenever you get started and you, and and you start and you're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And then you get the traction going and this happened with me too. I got some traction going and then, and then it fell out. I didn't have any, after they closed, I didn't have anybody pending for the following month. And I was just sitting there just like twirling my thumbs. I'm like, what's going on? No, (laughs) I, I believe me. I did. I went through that. So my, my my success story, I started in June here, and the first four months, I closed like seven deals. Holy I mean, I was, smokes. I was just nailing it. You guys that don't right. do this every day, that's a lot of closings. Yeah. <laughs> I, and because from June, July, August, September, October was bombers. That's five months. So so, yeah, about nice. five months. Well, I wasn't planning for the future. I was so wrapped up in my buyers yeah. and that. November, December, January. Don't say it. I was dry. Oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, all right, note to self. Yes. You know, Learn that lesson. Learn that lesson the hard way. Mm-hmm. You know. And so it was. You know, and then that was the beginning of COVID. In, oh in crap. Twenty twenty. Yeah. You know, so starting in February of twenty twenty, it really took off. I did, and not to brag, but my you know your numbers. If you're a team yeah, lead. Yeah. Or you you got to know your numbers. Yeah. So my first six months, I did 1.3 million. Awesome. In, in sales. 
but only about four months of that was actually working. Right. The rest of that was like, where's everyone at? Yeah. <laughs> so that was a hard lesson to learn. Yeah. So going into my first full year, which was 2020, I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to rock this. This is going to be great. I'm going to build on my success. I'm going to carry that forward. COVID. What? What's going on, man? Uh COVID, really? We have a pandemic. The whole country's shutting down. What am I going to do? What am I? Yeah, exactly. Um, No, 2020 was a bomber year. Yeah, I doubled my production, 3.4 million. That's so awesome. Almost 20, 22 closings. Wow, that's so awesome. I was like, holy cow, this is great. Yeah. And then so November of last year is when I started coming up with the idea. Hey, I want to do a team. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's when my niece was looking at getting into yeah. those, you know, I think I want to do this. And then in February of 2021, um, that's when I formally approached Lori. Hey, this is something I want to do. I had countless, I've never had a one-on-one with her before because she terrifies me. Seriously though. Yeah. Uh, Lori's our team lead, by the way, yes, for, for those listening. Lead. Yeah. She is, she is our fearless leader. Yes. And, but it was just what I needed. Yeah. I needed to sit down and, and, and have that one-on-one Yeah, because it puts things in perspective and she's being somebody that's been in this industry for a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, she, she pointed me in the right direction because this is what you need to do. Right. And when it came time to, uh, for my team, she's like, excellent. Oh, that's great. Well, in our office, I, there, there's a little alcove and it had three desks Yeah, and I really wanted that little alcove. And yeah. I'm not going to go in and just say, Hey, I've done this. You need to kick everybody out. Absolutely. No, I was going to go in just through an attrition. You know, when people were, were you know, leaving and that I would, mm-hmm. I would want to, I, I would like to have that little alcove. Yeah. And she goes, well, you need to shoot bigger. For, you, need, you need to aim higher, aim higher. What do you mean? She goes, you need your own office. That's crazy. What? That's a thing. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. She goes, yeah, the, you can, your production's up high enough. You can do, um, you know, you qualify for our mega agent program. And um, yeah, I'm not worried about That's you one so bit. That's so cool. I just went. I'm just like, <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Okay. Yeah. And that's, you know, 2020, you know, like I said, 2020 was a great year for me. Yeah. Um, coming into this year, it's been a bomber year for me. This is, I didn't want to push out on my own until after the first of the year. Yeah. But when this availability, this office space came available, yeah, it wasn't going to last and they weren't going to hold it for three or four months. Yeah. So I needed to jump on it. Yeah. And do it. Well, and to be able to have like your own like sanctuary space where you're not sharing it with a whole bunch of people. And I love being in the office and being yeah. able to hear other people's um, conversations, you know, and everything like that. Not, that sounds like I'm eavesdropping. That's not what I mean. No. You, you learn off of the conversations you hear other yes. people having in a collaborative like workspace, right. you know, and I love that, but it can be very difficult sometimes whenever you're in a big room with a whole bunch of people with like no personal space to have conversations to, you know, and when you're in real estate, you know, we don't, you never know if, if your if your coworker is going to want to put an offer in on the same house that you're talking about with your client. So you try and be careful, you know. You do, and and because you're you have a lot of their pertinent information that is what I you know my my line of work I call it confidential or, or exactly. personal or classified. Yeah. And I don't want to talk freely about that. Yeah. So 
that was that having my own space, my own office to do that is is great. That's so awesome. Um, it, you know, it, it, what, I was never ever afraid to leave my information laying on my desk for buyers or sellers, yeah. as far as their contact information, because I wasn't concerned with somebody coming through and taking that and calling them. Right. Other brokerages in Rockport, yeah, you better Absolutely. watch out. You better lock that stuff up. Yeah. There's 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 reasons why other offices have individual office space with door with locks on the door. Man, that's just crazy. Yeah. I'm so thankful we don't deal with that. Yeah. Um, so when, when, you know, this year has been a great year, um, team stats so far, so we formed actually March is when we actually formed and, and formed our, the paradise team. Wow. So as a team, we're sitting on 35 transactions, Wow. uh, 30 of those are mine, which is naturally that way. When you have a team lead, you're going to have right. more, more transactions and right. bringing new people on takes a lot of time it does you know yeah. that, that that was that was i wouldn't say it's a mistake it was a learning curve yeah because uh, i value all my team members uh i would but moving forward you know when i looked at look at you know wanting to do something for adding adding to the team to grow and expand i'm definitely going to have a threshold of hey you need to have so many transactions done yeah you need to you know or so many experience you, yeah. need, to, you need to have a little bit of that because i was taking so much time away from my own farming Gotcha. I was training these people. Yeah. Which I don't mind doing. Right. But it did. It was a wake up call for me. It's like, hey, you know, your production is actually slipping. Yeah. Um, for that. So, um, you know, going into going into that, um, you just you just that's a learning curve. Yeah. You know, that's just just that that's all that is. Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. That's, that's really cool. I think it's really cool for people to be able to see that, yes, you can have great success in this, Mm -hmm. but you have to work hard at it. Yes, you can come from, you know, any other line of work, like, you know, like law enforcement, like you said, you know, and, and still be able to be successful. Yes, definitely. But at the end of the day, you are running your own business, Right. you know, and like you said too, the way that you portray yourself and the way that, um, you run Mm -hmm. your business matters, you know, um, and you know, with, with that being said, to wrap it up, what is one thing that you do every day to make the world a better place? I show up. Yeah. I show up. I answer my phone. I'm there for people that call me. Yeah. Um, and I think that that says a lot about somebody. If they're dependable, if they, um, great in the moment. Yeah. You, know, you gotta be great in the moment. Yeah. Um, and if you're with your family, be there with your family. Yes, please. Mm. If you're at work, be at work. Yeah. Um, it, it just, it, that's just, you've got to follow through. That's another thing. Yeah. Uh, you've got to be a person of your word. Right. Um, integrity. Integrity is doing the, doing the right thing even when nobody's looking. Yes. And because a lot of times you're, you know, you're there by yourself mm-hmm. and you got to spend that time. If you're working, you're working. If right. you're off, you're off. But also, you know, I answer your phone. I've got more deals on Sundays because I answered my phone. Seriously. Seriously. And you actually, like you said, you, you show up whenever you say you're going to be there. Yeah. Whenever you say that you're going to do something, you do it. And uh, I, I just try to follow through. I just try to be that, be dependable. Right. And I try to be, um, I wouldn't be on ALC. I wouldn't be a mentor if I didn't want that. Yeah. I ask for it. You right. Know, that's the thing. Right. Um, these are these are not paid positions. Right. These are these are volunteer positions. Um, and when I got in, when Lori first asked me to be on ALC, I'm like, ah, 
let me think about this because if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it with both feet. Absolutely. I'm going to jump right into it and yeah. I'm going to be all about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, excuse my language, I don't want to half ass something. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be there sometimes not. Right. Um, I was you able to be able to commit. Yes, you commit and stick with it. Right. Right. That's awesome. I love that. Well, if anybody has any questions about Keller Williams, if you have any questions yes. about, you know, real estate or anything like that, you can always call myself or Charlie. Charlie, how do people get a hold of you? Um, easy. Uh, phone number 361-205-9190. Awesome. That's my cell phone. Call me, text me. Happy to help. Well, I love yes. that. I love that. And thank you so much for your time Thanks today. Thanks to you. It is and an absolute honor to be here. Yes, I'm so motivated and encouraged. I'm ready to go out and take, you know, take on anything now. <laughs> it feels so good. <laughs> it feels so good. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Yes. And we hope that you had some great takeaways. Like I said, if you ever need anything, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, and have a good one.